The Las Vegas Golden Knights tie up the series with a big overtime win. The Cubs and the White Sox, a rough week for them. And we'll be talking a little NFL today, giving you the schedule breakdown for the Raiders. Grab a beer and hit the couch, sports fans. It's time for another episode of Monday Morning Couch Potatoes. Uh oh. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. Bring it in your face sports talk from Chicago, Dallas, Las Vegas, and beyond. And go Bears! And listen in to find out who'll get run over by this week's Smack Wagon. All that and more coming at you on this week's episode of Monday Morning Couch Potatoes. Here are your hosts, Ron L.V. Wrights and Timothy T-Dog Wiltberger. I got a little something for us. Let's start this off. What you got? Father's Day is celebrated in many different countries. In the United States, we celebrate it on the third Sunday of June. And as a matter of fact, this is the third Sunday of June. So happy Father Day, Father Days, Father's Father Days. Days. Happy Father's Day to our couch potatoes. You have little little kids running around. Little well, big kids, I guess. Pu- spuds, little potato spuds. spuds. Little, <laughs> there you go, tater spuds. Spuds McKenzie. Holy yeah. shit, dude! It was hot out today. Oh, not, as, not quite as hot as it was out by you, but. It was the worst, dude. It was 118 degrees out today. And I feel bad for all those golfers today because they were scorched. Golfers. Golfers. And they most likely turned red as a tomato because I did. I didn't golf today, but I was at the crispiness. Ah. (laughs) Oh. There you go. Let me crack open mine. Oh, yeah. Happy Father's Day, my man. What are we talking about today? Freaking Golden Knights? Holy shnikes. I know, right? Let's let's just get right into the boring subjects for you. What do you say? What did I say? What did I say, though? I'd say the, I said the Knights in five, right? Yeah, and I think I said the Knights in six. That's yeah, not looking good for me. I, I thought they were going to play a hell of a lot better. Me too. I, I went to game one, and that game was... Awesome. We won four to one and mm-hmm. but we lost uh, Chandler Stevenson. And since losing him, uh what? We won two and one over the last three. Or one and two over the last one three. and two. Yeah. It's tough, the last dude. two games have been overtime, right? Wasn't uh Friday's yeah. game overtime? Yep. yep. And to be honest with you, Friday's game should have been to the Golden Knights. They should have won that game. Mm-hmm. Flurry took a it was a dump in and it hits like it deflected off of somebody as it was dumped in so the puck was just spinning like super fast as it came around the boards and so when Flurry went to play it the puck just spun off his stick and into his feet where he kicked it to the front and that tied the game up with like a minute 90 left or a minute 90 minute uh like 58 or something so under two nice. minutes, and they give up, they give up the tying goal, goes in overtime. They end up losing, which was tough. 
And then they play another, you know, Chandler Stevenson was out for that game. He was out for today's game. And uh, the Golden Knights, what they didn't have much today. You got to think, Leonard, he was on today. Robin was playing off his head. I mean, the Knights are averaging around 38 shots per game, or 35 or 38 shots per game. And I think they today's game with overtime probably got him 20-something shots. But at the end of the day, baby, at the end of the Father's Day, it was a Father's Day gift for old LV. What are they booing Pacaretti for? Is it because he used to play for him? Yeah. Not, not a lot of, hey, not a lot of big boos there because they only had 3,500 fans. You know, still in lockdown up in Canada. The head coach for Montreal has uh, tested positive for COVID. So he didn't play last game. He didn't. He wasn't the head coach over last game. And he wasn't the head coach over this game. But I guess he's calling in or Zooming in in between periods, talking to his team and stuff. And then... Nice. And then um, Kelly McCrimmon, which is the GM for the VGK, he tested positive for COVID. So now he's not that he has any part of anything. Right. He's just going there to watch the game. So now he's he's chillaxing in his hotel room, you know, watching his team struggle. <clears throat> so th- what's interesting, though, is we are having a trouble, having an issue trying to find a center. A centerman. So Stevenson's out, and he's super fast. And he mans the Pacioretty stone line. And when he's out, that line just can't get it going. I mean, out of all the goals that we've scored in this uh, third round, it, most of them are from the defense. And we're just getting nothing going. So it's been a it's it's really it, it's been a struggle. And I don't I don't know why it would be. In the sense that there's other, you know, next man up or whatever. You try to get some players that are not normally playing in their positions for center. Like Tuck, he's playing center. And it's just not a position for him. He's got the speed and everything. But I know Flurry's been playing off the top of his head. Except for, you know, last few games. You know, gave up that game losing goal. Tying goal. Oh, he didn't, he didn't play today, did he? Wasn't it Leonard today? Yeah, it was Leonard today. Which was the right call. From Peter DeBoer. Yeah. yeah. He did well. But I can tell you there's a lot of Vegas. 27, 28 saves. Yeah. It basically puts the Golden Knights back into uh, home ice advantage. Right. They needed right. to win yeah, one on the three road. three-game series. Best of three. Best, of, Best three. of three. Yep. Take two or three, you're done. So I'm hoping they win at home, and they go on the road and win it and call it good. But if it has to go game seven, it goes to game seven. The other series on the other side, the eastern side, which is the Islanders and Tampa Bay, that game, those games got tied up 2-2. Uh, New York Islanders, I thought they were I thought they were done, but they ended up uh, winning 3-2 against Tampa to tie that series up 2-2. So both semifinal games are are looking really good. And uh-huh. to be honest with you, even with Montreal being a fourth seed, um, any of the any of the teams that makes it to the Stanley Cup final, it's going to be a really good series. I feel. I'm with you, but <clears throat> I don't think most people want to see Montreal, just in the sense that the market's so little, uh-huh. and they're just a. It, to be honest with you, I almost feel like 
Vegas is playing down to their level where they're, you know, they're just not, or they're clogging them up. They're just playing a slower paced game, which is definitely not Vegas's strong suit. They're high, fast speed through the middle, up the boards, around players, and these guys are clogging the center of the ice, just clogging it. So it makes them for boring games, technically. It's 2-1 today. They lost 3-2 before that. They lost 3-1 before that. They won 4-1. So it had, you know, the, really the most exciting game was game one. And I don't know when uh, Stevenson's going to be back. But I can tell you, we can sure use them. We're just a different team with them. So let's be honest. I mean, there'd be a lot of people that would be shocked if Montreal can pull this off. I mean, for them to beat Toronto and then, and who they beat, Winnipeg in the next round, right? Yeah, they swept Winnipeg. And they took Toronto. They were losing three to one with Toronto and came back and won three Mm -hmm. games. I think, I mean, first or second time that's ever happened. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm with you. We want, we don't want Montreal to win, but no. Best of three. Here we go. Yeah, best three. Hey, man. Overtime, uh, I'm looking at the uh, final. You know, it says uh, Roy scores in overtime in game four for Golden Knights. It's funny. You see see the stick of uh, Carey Price. It's like 10 feet in the air. (laughs) He just got (laughs) kicked out of his hand or something. He's trying to dive across. But game over, baby. It It was a really, really, man, it was tough to watch for a VGK fan. But at the end of the day, both series are tied up two to two. And we're just going to have to see what game three turns out for both. Mm -hmm. Should be fun. Uh, Man, uh, hey, you know, uh, Father's Day always follows PGA U.S. Open. It's a tradition, except for last year, effing COVID. And... Yeah, because the U.S. Open was not on Father's Day because it was canceled. Mm-hmm. And uh, this year, John Rom, Rom comes back and wins. Beats uh, Louis Ustenhiver or whatever his name is. Ustapen. <laughs> Ustapen. Ustapen. Uh, beat him by one, yeah, he, one stroke. So minus six yeah. for John Rom. Yeah, he choked. at the. He had a chance. He was down by one stroke going into the last two holes. And that 17th, he... he he hit it out of bounds. So he had to, he basically, uh, he put it on the green with, after the penalty shot and had to make a, uh, probably about an eight footer for, for par. And he missed it. So that dropped him two back, which means he had to Eagle 18. Yeah. And he hit a shitty tee shot. And I don't know, I think he was about 60, 70 yards out for his third shot that he had to hit in on an Eagle. Yeah. So I think Rom was pretty comfortable there. First Spaniard, I believe, to to win the U.S. Open. Oh, Ole, Ole. Little tidbit there for you, LV. No, I like it. I think the I think the potato heads out there want to hear that kind of stuff. You know, tidbits, mm-hmm. or what do you call that? Tidbits, <laughs> Tit, bitty tits. I don't know. Uh, well, you know what? Uh, speaking <laughs> of that, I got a little little break here. Hold on. This is KTIT, KTIT, playing the breast are the best tunes in town. What the f- <laughs> Dude, 
That was perfect. That did was, you just pull that out of your ass? I did, my friend. I wow. did. <laughs> Do you know where the vo- what the voice is from? No. Duke Nukem, baby. That was Duke. Oh, Nukem. you're shitting me. Oh, yeah. that's hilarious. K-Tit. <laughs> Bringing you the breast, I mean, best. News oh, in town. perfect. Nice. But you're absolutely right. It was a great, uh, great way. John Rom. Actually, really, what's really nice about Rom uh, winning is because he had to leave uh, the last round of the last tournament he was in because he tested positive for COVID, yeah. even though he didn't have it. Yeah, he was worried about that. Too, you know? Yep. And he felt, I mean, it was just, you know, kind of karma. He said at the interview afterwards, he believes in that. Yeah. To kind of get through the protocols and get to where he could get, you know, and uh, and then he had to sweat it out. He had to go sit in the you know the in the the green room the clubhouse yeah. for yeah for three or four holes i think um as he tried it tried to hold on to that lead so big thing for him his first father's day he's got a little baby with his uh with his wife there and so big win for him oh really well happy father's yeah. day uh john rama mm-hmm. congrats there you go no oh, that's awesome and that's you know that's something that's just tradition right U.S. Open falls always falls on a Father's Day. Father's Day is always on a Sunday. And my birthday, by the way, which was two days ago, every seven years or so falls on a Father's Day. So I get shortchanged. Just saying. There you go. So, yeah. So we got a big. Uh, we got uh, we got to talk some baseball. Then we're going to get right into the NFL. Uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, yeah, we've been. Freaking dying to get that in, man. We got to get that in. Break down the Raiders schedule. Yeah. We did the Cubs and Bears. Or Cubs and Bears. <laughs> Cowboys and Bears. I know. It's been a little while since the T-Dog's been on. You know, we've been missing those Wednesday podcasts. It wasn't the vid, baby. It wasn't the vid. It's not spread any rumors now. No vid, my friend. But it was something. And I think I have to say it kind of smelled. something smells rotten around here just saying just saying somebody got some new sound (laughs) just those two hey k-tit was a good was a perfect one that was that was pretty good i liked it i didn't even know you had that and it played right into what i said it did so yeah talking about titties the cubs and the Sox they were playing like titties i mean they sucked just it it wasn't i mean it the cubs lost three in a row to the, the mets yeah which then we they got. Go ahead. I mean, they got smashed by the by the Mariners two games in a row. And here's the thing, you know, we talked about the Cubs. The, it's their bullpen is playing out of their ass, but the last two games against the Marlins, they got there's a little chink in that armor, dude. They're starting to, you know, we're starting to see some problems. Yeah. Um, but then they came back with the shutout today to to end the the skid. The good news for the Cubs is the rest of the NL Central has been playing like shit too. So they haven't given up the 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 lead. You know, they're I think they're tied with the Brewers right now because yeah. they both you know, they both are five and five over the last ten. Yeah, both are five. Yeah, and five nobody wants to pull. Nobody wants to take advantage of the other team struggling and pull away. So, um, but the bullpen came in big today. Tapera and Chafin, and then of course Kimbrel came in. I think he got his twentieth save today to end their losing streak to the Marlins. They had lost three of four coming into that one. So it's been a rough week. They're two, you know, two of their last seven, um, you know, which was followed up that five game where, you know, where they swept the Cardinals. They were coming out high last week. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then bam, lose two of seven. 
So, I Bo- mean, well, both teams, I mean, both teams are coming out high. So, mm-hmm. you know, Chicago uh, White Sox ended up playing the number one team in baseball, the Tampa Bay, um, I want to say Steelers, but they're just the Rays. The Rays. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they took two, two of three. They won two of three. And you're like, all right, that's great. They they have the best. So they were 43 and 24. Five, I think. Five, yeah. yeah. Or 40, 25, yeah. 43 and 25. Best like, record in baseball at that point, right? At that point, best record. They even announced it. I saw it. people putting it on Facebook. They're like, oh, look at best record, blah, blah, blah. Be careful. Be careful what you ask for, right? So mm-hmm. they're so they play a four-game stint in Houston, so on the road. And we, we even said this about the Cubs. The Cubs had a, a couple of games that they we, we weren't sure how they were going to fare, right? And we said with the White Sox, there was like a two series right there with Tampa Bay and maybe even Houston, whoever else they're playing, uh, you know, like a week or week and a half stretch that they can, it can make them or break them, right? Potentially. And uh, unfortunately, the White Sox uh, lost four in a row. They got swept by Houston. And it's not that they weren't scoring much. They just were... They just gave gave up late inning runs, or they, or early runs. I mean, shoot! I think Lynn. I don't think it was Lynn. Maybe it was uh, Rodon. Rodin. One of those pitchers was had had a no hitter going into the seventh, or mm-hmm. sixth or seventh. I think that was Rodon. Yeah, and it lost Charles Rodon two to one. Two to one, I think, is what they ended up losing. Mm-hmm. So. It wasn't for any lack of, for the most part, any lack of pitching. I know Lynn played like crap. They they blew up on Lynn. But you're now tied with Boston and Houston. Houston's been on a tear, dude, seven in a row. Yeah, but, you know, real quick, talking about, so you mentioned Tampa Bay, how, you know, that was the, the Sox played well against them. I think they sent Tampa Bay on their, you know, into the skids because they've lost like six in a row. Yeah. But this is one of the things I like about baseball. So, you know, these teams, they, you know, when they start struggling, they're looking for a spark. And the the number one prospect in baseball will be making his debut. Wander Franco. He's an infielder for Tampa Bay. Oh. And when you see stuff like this, you know, obviously you see guys that come up and there's a lot of hype. Uh, Bryant was there, Harper, you know, a lot oh, of these yeah. young guys. Um, but this kid's only 20 years old, dude. He's 20. Mm-hmm. He's not even old enough to drink yet. And now he's going to be coming out and Tampa Bay has got the number one farm system in baseball. So they, they're able to keep churning out these guys, but he's going to make it. He's going to make his debut debut. He's a, he's a, he's a five tool player. He's a switch hitter. Um, he pretty, pretty much plays shortstop. Um, but this is this is a guy that has talent all the way around. This has got the power. He's got the speed. He's got tremendous defense. He's got a great glove. Um, so it's going to be exciting to see. So he's coming he's up. Gonna, he's going to yeah, play against Boston, to, huh? He's coming up against the big big boys, man. Wow. Well, they're tied right now. Boston has the slight edge, actually half half game edge, forty three and twenty nine. They've lost one. Tampa Bay's lost six in a row. There's some teams like, you know, the White Sox have have lost, you know, multiple games in a row. 
Cincinnati's lost four in a row. And what's shocking with Cincinnati's, I, I thought they were going to make a little bit of a run. They've got some decent players on that team, but mm-hmm. right now four in a row. But who doesn't love the Arizona Cardinals? Uh, Cardinals. Arizona Cardinals, Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks. They've lost 17 well, in a row. But today's game against the Dodgers, they they almost came back. They had Kevin, who's a huge Dodger fan, sweating his little tuchus off because they were up nine to two, I think nine to two, nine to three, bottom of the eighth inning, and all of a sudden they came back and scored, I think, eight runs. And or sorry, they came back and made it eight, so it was nine to eight, and I think they had a couple on, and, wow. and they ended up grounding out to first base. But it was a long, painful inning if you're a Dodger fan. Now, the funny thing about that game, so they lost, yes, you said 17 in a row. They're just terrible. The pitching is brutal. I mean, they've just got no pitching whatsoever. Yeah. And um, the entire stadium looked like Dodgers Stadium. It was kind of like what they call Milwaukee Wrigley North. Yeah. That's basically Dodger Stadium. Yeah. They have no fan base. Yeah. Right. So, but there was just Dodger fans everywhere. And, um, you know, they almost saw the the Dodgers collapse. That would have been a rough one because that's you mentioned the Giants earlier when you're talking about the Sox having the best record in the the league up until the last few games, um, and now the Giants hold that distinction. There, it's a shocker, man. I, I can't. We talked a little bit about this, I think, last week. It's just a surprising. Yeah. This is the race that's going to be fun to watch. San Diego trying to hang in there as well. They're five games back. They've won four straight after struggling a bit. Um, and the Dodgers are really starting to get hot right now against teams they should beat. Granted, they almost lost today, but you know, beating a team like Arizona, Arizona there, and you know, Dodgers have won eight out of ten now, and they're hanging right in there with the Giants. You almost think the Giants are going to come back to reality here, similar to the Cubs. Yeah, you know, they think their bullpen's going to come back down to earth, and you know, these guys aren't going to be, you know, doing as well as they've been doing. And you're going to see the real teams that are going to start rising to the top in some of these wannabes are going to start sliding back so we'll have to see yeah we'll have to see because i thought it'd be one two la san diego honestly i didn't think san francisco it's still i think it still will be i think san francisco is going to i mean it it will be interesting because they're going to have to figure out they they need some now granted everybody needs hitting i mean the hitting is is historically bad right now um but overall it's just it's going to be interesting because the dodgers they're getting healthy at the right time and they're really starting to play, you know, defending championship baseball, you know, looking to repeat. I think their run differential is is tops in uh, baseball other than Houston. It's tops in the NL for sure, but I think Houston's got a little bit better because they're starting to win now too. What would you say? They won like seven in a row? Yeah, Houston's won seven. Yeah, better make sure they're not banging on garbage cans. Cheaters. Just saying. Wow. Yeah. So we're just a little over a third of the way uh, for this season to play. And I I will tell you this. I didn't – if you would have said at the beginning of the year, if you if me and you were talking at the beginning of the year, which we did, but we really didn't – we should have broke it down by, you know, a third, a third, and a third. Uh, what, who we thought were possibly, you know, the top two teams in each division. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm saying San Francisco first third of the season. I'm pretty sure no. I'm saying L.A. or San Diego at that time. I'm pretty sure I'm not saying the Chicago Cubs. I'm pretty sure I'm saying St. Louis, maybe Milwaukee. Um, I I think we would be probably mm, the Mets. 
No, no. Well, we have I'm, seen I'm, the Mets. I'm surprised. Uh, no, I'm surprised the Nationals and Braves are struggling like they are. Yeah, and the Braves are a better football uh, football. Braves are a better baseball team than their record shows. Yeah. Um, you know I, the Nationals. They're they're who knows what the hell they're thinking or what they're going to do. I don't think we're going to say Houston either. Maybe, but no. I mean, Houston was going to be good. I mean, I, I think Oakland's a bit of surprise there. Um, the Mariners kind of poking around near the top. You know, I don't know that. The, I mean, obviously, the Rangers are figured as much. Yeah. We said the White Sox were gonna. This was gonna be a potentially a good year for them. Yep. Right. You know, just with all the things that they'd done, they were sort of the dark horse to be kind of battling against Cleveland. I think Minnesota was supposed to be better than they are right now. Yeah. They're struggling to put runs on the board, and you know they're playing playing well as of late. But um. So yeah, I mean, it's there's I, definitely I don't, surprises. I don't think we would be seeing Tampa Bay at least top. You know, second. Right or first or had the best record either. I think I don't think we. Well, I mean they're the defending American League champions. I mean they're 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 a good young baseball team. Yeah, but so, you know we got Bichette up in Toronto. Thought maybe Toronto would make a move. Boston, obviously New York. Uh, but you know, for the first third of the game, man, it's interesting to see where we're at. I'm curious to see where we end up. For the next third, two thirds in, and then the mm-hmm. last third, because I think obviously, like anything else, the last third is going to be the greatest. It's going to be fun. well when we do the when we get into the um, All Star break, we'll do a mid season breakdown, surprises. Uh, yeah, and, I like that. Yeah, we'll do so like what we felt our first half surprises are, and what we think is going to happen for the second half because we're going to have the trade deadline to talk about coming up here pretty soon. And, we, and we've touched a lot on what the Cubs are going to do. They've got some decisions to make, sellers, buyers. It's, you know, the next several weeks is going to tell the tale. Huh. So Could be we'll hark to that. the tale. That's what I want. Hark to the tale. There you go. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. So, <laughs> so Raiders football. Las Vegas has just opened up mini camp, just like most uh, of the the NFL teams, and the Raiders are opening up to 110 or high, hotter degree weather. It's crazy. Yeah, they got a dome, don't they? Looks like a big hockey puck. Uh, that's the main stadium, but they do have an indoor practice facility. But they ha- they're still they're doing outdoor because I'm looking at a. Vi- uh, picture of it they're outside running around actually i think i see the back of the costco it's right next where i usually go and buy my my food so they're they outside be playing in 119 degree weather they're gonna die yeah well, but the, all right they're doing it you know coach gruden and minicab adding exciting talent to the roster um you know alex leatherwood that's the exciting talent I don't know. We'll see how that goes. But they got Yannick uh, Nagaku. You like that guy. Right? Defensive end. Ngaku. Mm-hmm. Ngaku. Yannick Ngaku. Yeah. They also added Kenyon Drake, too. So, they, you know, maybe they're making the right moves. I'd have to well, see. Drake, I mean, it, well, the you know, again, Drake is is... He's going to be the interesting run, right? Because they got what are they going to really do with him? He, he pretty much established himself as one of the top dual threat running backs. But the Raiders already had Jacobs, yeah, 
and he, you know, he's over, I think he was over 1300 yard rushing in back-to-back seasons. You know, that's a pretty pricey backup, pretty high end backup. Mm-hmm. Um, the money they paid for him suggests he's not a backup. <laughs> so I don't know. It's going to be, he's a great playmaker, especially when he gets into space. So I think they're going to use him, um, you know, in the passing game a lot. But he's a good running back too, man. So I mean, it's it's it was an interesting signing by them. You know, obviously they they want to break out of this the doldrums and stop being eight and eight. You know, uh, and I think it, I think it's going to be a, a fun offense to watch. I mean, they were they were great last year, top ten offense. The defense was terrible. Yeah. Right. So, but we'll see. It's, it's going to be an interesting signing with, with Drake. I mean, you talk about Leatherwood. Don't forget they did get that Trayvon Morig. Um, they got him in I think the second round. Uh, safety. He'll start. He'll probably be a starter uh, for the for the defense. So let's talk opposite, opposite Jonathan Abram. Uh, week one, my friend. Week one. That's a that's a Monday night game, right? Against the Ravens. That's right. Monday night at home, opening up the new stadium. Finally. <laughs> well. I'll tell you what. I mean, we talked about the Ravens and how good that offense is and how bad the Raiders' defense is. It's going to be interesting to see if the Raiders can improve. You talked about Ngaku. I think the biggest difference for me, Ron, is they brought in Gus Bradley, okay, who is their – I believe he's going to be their defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. He was. He, he made Seattle a top defense. He did well with the Chargers, putting them into a better defensive category. Uh, but I don't know that he's got the talent that he worked with in some of these other areas, right? So, um, you know, I think this opening game, Monday night, there's going to be excitement in Las Vegas, right? Finally got fans there. The stadium is finally open. That's a prime, prime formula for a letdown. (laughs) (laughs) So... I think I think the Ra- Raiders are going to struggle out of the box. There's just going to be so much emotion and so much excitement that um, the, the you know the Ravens are going to come in calm, cool, collected, and they're going to get a W right off the bat and and get the Raiders thinking, oh wait a minute, you know we were ready to really shine this season. What the hell just happened? So I'm going to take the Ravens. Well, I have to not agree with you here. I just feel like Las Vegas. Um, they start off. They usually start. Raiders have started off strong, and then they peter out at the end. So I'm going to go with a Monday night win. First time, everyone's hyped up. The stadium is going to be packed to the rafters. $2.02 billion on the line, and I'm going to take the Raiders. Okay. There you go. And then week two, uh, Las Vegas is on the road to the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm yeah. not. I'm, I'm not a big. I'm not flying high on the Steelers. I'll tell you that. No, no, I'm not either. This is so for me. The Raiders rebound here and get a win against the the Steelers. I think it's going to be a rough season for Pittsburgh. Um, so I think the the Raiders they rebound, they right the ship. Gruden gets them moving in the right direction, and that's a good game to do it against uh, Pittsburgh on the road, getting a road win, get some confidence, mm-hmm. and then move to one and one. And then I see the Raiders on the road. And getting that win as well. So I have them uh, two and zero oh right now. Uh, week three, Miami is at Las Vegas Raiders. The Dolphins are at it. 
Uh, this one's going to be an interesting game. I'm I'm liking the double T here. I just feel like um, I think Miami's done enough that might give the Raiders issues, but but here's the kicker: Miami's coming from East Coast to West Coast, and I think they win. You always bring that up. Not, you guys aren't all you guys aren't all the way on the coast though. So you took you took it you're taking uh, the Raiders again at home. No, I, I you got him. I called Miami. Oh, you did. I did. Well, guess what? So did I. Ooh. <laughs> I'm liking Miami too. I think it's going to take some time for the Raiders to get their legs under them, especially defensively. You know, and and I know that you know uh, if if Clellan Farrell stays healthy, he's great up front, and and you got uh, Quentin Jefferson, and then of course now you've added Ngaku there. Um, you know, I know. De- you know, we got our boy Kwiatkowski out there, former Bear, right? Yeah. I think he's roaming the middle for the Raiders. But I think, again, it's going to take a, a bit for Bradley to get that defense rolling. And Miami's going to be kind of high in the beginning of the season, a lot of excitement around that offense and the defense. Uh, so I'm going to take Miami as well. I think the Raiders, you know, to me, they struggle out of the box just because of everything that's going on. So I'm going to put them in a loss there in one and two. Okay. Then we have another Monday night game. And we're uh, Las Vegas Raiders is actually on the road and they're playing Matthew. No, they're playing Herbert for the Los mm-hmm. Angeles chargers Raiders on the road Monday night. Are you kidding me? Two Monday night games in four weeks, whatever. So Raiders, uh, Raiders lose this one. I, it's a divisional like in the division, I guess. Um, it's a divisional game, and I just feel like uh, Herbert is probably going to let. It's either going to come down to this. It's going to be coming down to Derek Carr if he's healthy and Herbert just total shootout, no defense. Uh, the first one that actually can stop one of the quarterbacks probably wins the game. So I'm going to go with Chargers on this one. Okay. Well, I think this. I think the Raiders are going to win this game. I really do. I think Carr. You know what you talked about. You know the the quarterback being healthy. Yeah, if he's healthy and he's got you know I know he's got uh, John Brown replacing Nelson Algalor or Algalor or whatever the hell his name is Aguilar. And you've got Waller. Yeah, Aguilar's gone. You got Henry Ruggs and and uh, Brian Edwards. So you've got some some great offensive weapons there. And you know the Chargers. It's gonna it makes you wonder what the changes they've gone through in the coaching staff this off season if they're gonna be ready. Um, to challenge, and I think the Raiders I rebound here and get a win. I'm going to put them uh, at two and two. Two and two, nice. And uh, I have the Raiders at two and two going into week five, which is October 10th. Our beloved Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears. How do you pick against the Bears? Well, that that's a good question. I'd have to see what – do you have what we picked for the Bears? Yeah, we picked – well, I know I picked the Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> I picked the Raiders to beat the Bears. And what did I pick? I don't remember what the hell you picked. But say I can't remember either. And I want to say I think I picked the Bears. Yeah. For both. Now I know I didn't pick because I knew that uh you know, for me and you know the Bears did come out and say that that for sure Dalton is their starting quarterback. They're not going with um with Justin Fields and you know, okay. 
But if they start, you know, losing here early on, then Fields is going to have to get back in there. Like I said, I think this is this is a game where, you know, to me, the Raiders start to click, start to get things moving. Um, yeah, they're going to have some division games that are going to be a lot closer than the record's going to indicate. But um, if Dalton is still under center, I think the Raiders. Oh, that's win right. This game I th- and I th- yeah, and get their first win at home. Okay, so this is week five. Is when you said. Uh, this is when Justin Fields comes in week five, this no. game. Um, yeah. Not unless I the said, Bears are playing the Packers next. I said they're, they're, oh, uh, well, I said, well, I'll tell you, I have the, there, I have it here. I'm so pretty sure Bears, had, Bears are playing the Packers next week six. I had him going in week six, and I thought, oh, maybe I had him going week seven. Yeah, I think you had a seven. I had him coming into week six and leading the Bears to a win over Green Bay. Got it. That's what I had it. Okay. <laughs> Obviously, you know, who the hell knows what's going to happen, but sure. But anyway, but yeah, Raiders beat the Bears. Yeah, and I can't remember what I chose. Maybe I chose the – I'll put down Raiders, but when I go back and look at um, our Chicago podcast when we talked about their lineup – I'll change it if I put the Bears down, but I, I'm going to put Raiders as well, especially if it's Dalton and mm-hmm. Bears on the road. Uh, Las Vegas now uh, travels to Denver Broncos. Gosh, Broncos right now are just – I don't have any faith in that team. I really don't. I, I, did they do anything for quarterback no, I, at I, all? I, I don't think – no, I don't think there's a lot of people that have any faith in the, the Broncos and – and the things that they've been doing, um, you know, they drafted Sertan in the in the first first round. That was their big one there. Uh, but no, they haven't done anything for a quarterback. Drew Locke is their quarterback right now. Uh, Melvin Gordon is going to be in the backfield along with Javante Williams, the rookie that they got. He'll probably get some starts there. But I mean, the, their wide receiver core is questionable. This is going to be a tough, tough season for them. Now they did bring in Teddy Bridgewater. But I don't know that he's necessarily going to beat out Drew Locke for that starting role. I don't know that everybody's penciled him in for that. So it's possible Bridgewater could be your guy. Um, but regardless, this is the Broncos always play the Raiders tough. You know that. Yeah. And you talked about division games. I think this is actually to me. I've I've got the Broncos winning this game. I had them. Wow. I had them down getting a win here and, and upsetting the Raiders. So um, I'm going to take uh, Denver. I'm taking the Raiders. Uh, week seven, Philadelphia is traveling to Las Vegas. What do you got? Yeah, uh, that this is going to be an easy win for them. Going into their bye week, I think Philly's going to be really struggle this year. And I think this is, the, to me, this is the part of the schedule where the Raiders are going to really get on a roll. Um, you know, so I, I, I picked them winning against Philly going into their bye week sitting at four and three and an opportunity to sort of regroup and hopefully do opposite of what you said right where they get hot early on you know last year they started out six and three they had that three game win streak including the big win over cleveland um they beat denver at home uh and crushed them at home to i think they were yeah they were six and three then they hit kansas city and then then that stinker against atlanta and then they lost three of the next four to to kind of really fall out of it and you know dropped eight and eight so um I, I think hopefully this is something where I, you see them kind of turn it around, but I'll take Philly. 
I'll take or I'll take the win over Philly here going into the bye week. Yeah, I agree. I I don't think Philly has. I don't Jalen Hurt. I don't think he has command of the team yet. He's too new, yeah. and there's too many questions going on. Also, uh, Raiders for me get their third win in a row, which is which is what they need. But then they go into their bye week eight is their bye. Uh, who do you have week eight? Oh, that's right. I think the bye week's going to get a win here. Yeah, I think the, <laughs> I think basically uh, they're going bye. Las Vegas Raiders then travel to New York. Cross country. Yep. This is the interesting one. I think uh, they win three. They have the week off and they prep for New York Giants and they lose. I got the Giants. Well, this is one of those games where you can get a little bit. um, You can get get in some trouble for looking ahead. They have Kansas City on the schedule at home coming up after that in, you know, your $2.02 billion stadium. And, um, you know, you could get yourself in trouble looking beyond the team that's right in front of you right now. But I think that the Giants defensively are really going to struggle this year. And this is where, like I said, the Raiders have an opportunity to get on a roll. So I think they come out of the bye week. I say the opposite. They come out ready to go and, you know, knowing that they've got a big game looming against the Chiefs, Gruden's going to have them zoned in on the Giants and they're going to beat them. I'm going to take the Raiders. Okay, so now uh, Las Vegas is back. Week 10, they're playing Kansas City Chiefs. Um, it's a big I think it's game. Sunday night. I think it's a Sunday night game, too, so it's going to be a national I, game. I don't think it's a Sunday night. Mm, it's 8.20 I, on my schedule. That should is be a it? night game. Okay, so yep. it's a Sunday night game. All right, I thought I had them all written down. Sunday night. Okay. Uh, all right, so Kansas City is playing the Raiders in Las Vegas, last time they played, the Raiders lost to Casey. I think it's going to be a tough game. I think there's going to be some revenge. And uh, basically, Kansas City wins. Just saying. Wins. Okay. <clears throat> well, the Raiders typically, at least over the last several years, they do play up to their competition. I mean, we saw it last year with the, the Saints. They went into Kansas City and beat the Chiefs last year in Kansas City. I think to knock them from the ranks of the unbeaten, um, big win, uh, you know, over Cleveland last year, and they 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 tend to lose to the teams they shouldn't be losing to. You know, we talked about that Atlanta stinker last year, and you know, losing to New England on the road, which you shouldn't have been losing to New England at all last season. So, yeah. um, you know, this I think is where this is a turning point for the Raiders right here. I think coming out of this game with a win, I think they they. In their stadium, their defense is going to start clicking. Bradley's going to have that team playing well from a defensive standpoint. Gruden's going to have that team playing well offensively. And I think they're going to beat Kansas City, so I'm going to take them on the national stage. Okay, so then we take uh, week 11. It's Cincinnati is traveling to Las Vegas Raiders again. So Raiders have back-to-back home games. I feel like this game, after coming off of a, uh, a close loss to the Chiefs probably not but after a close loss to the Chiefs I think they rebound here for me and uh Raiders get that win at home against the Bengals yeah I'm with you I'll take a win as well with Cincinnati I mean Burrow's gonna be fun to watch see how he rebounds from his injury but um yeah give me give me the Raiders there all right so we both picked Dallas week uh week 12 Thanksgiving Las Vegas at Dallas we both picked Dallas so that game's already been called for 
And mm-hmm. uh, we both feel like uh, the turkey day for our Cowboys is a strong win for both. So we move on to week 13, and you've got the Washington football team traveling to the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, once again, I haven't seen Washington do much for a quarterback. Am I missing something? Who did they get? For Oh, oh yeah, get- that's right. Donnie Magic or whatever his name is. Fitzpatrick. <laughs> yeah. Ryan Fitzmagic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's a little long in a tooth, and I, I just cannot see Washington traveling to Vegas and Vegas losing to that team. So I'm going to take the Raiders on this one. Well, I mean, let's face it. I, the Washington, the, their defense is what's really leading them. I mean, they got young at the defensive end. He's probably he's a freak. He's one of the best in football. Yeah, uh, but I'm with you. I think I think Washington coming across the country here, going in. The Raiders are really kind of getting some confidence and picking up steam. I'm going to take them winning this game too. First game in December too. We're already in December. Crazy. So, uh, lost lost. The Raiders travel to Kansas City. Um, cold. I would suspect colder weather. Um, but this time, I like the Raiders winning on the road. Wow. So you got them losing at home, and you got them winning on the road in the cold weather. Uh, nope, not me. Revenge for KC right here. They get the win after losing to uh, the Raiders at on a Monday night or the Sunday night stage uh, a few games back. So I'm going to take Kansas City. Raiders, uh, again, I had them hot there. They were 1-4-5, or five, but they're going to pick up a loss here. Okay, so this game's to be determined. Um, probably a flex game for Week 15, but Las Vegas is at Cleveland. I've already said my Cleveland picks uh, with uh, my good buddy. Schwartz. Schwartz, yeah, Dan Schwartz. Um, so what's your? I'll tell you my thoughts after you tell me yours. Uh, you know, Cleveland is going to be fun, fun football team to watch this year. So I actually, I don't know what the two be determined is. It's well in advance for them to say, it. I mean, flex games, they don't do it like that. So I don't know why that's the two be determined, but whatever. Um, I, I think the Browns win this game. Um, you know, they're going to start playing really well late in the season, I believe. And so I'm going to take, I'm going to take uh, Cleveland here. That's a good call. Cause that's what I ended up taking as well. I felt like Cleveland could at home. And depending on the weather, if it's windy or whatnot, I feel like give the edge to to the Browns. Uh, Then you've got your Broncos, Week 16, traveling to the Raiders. Now, you had the Broncos winning. Do you have them winning a second time? I don't, because I think at this point, the Broncos are pretty much going to be out of it, and the Raiders are going to be in the playoff hunt, and Gruden's going to get them ready to play at home uh, and beat a probably... Drew Locke led <laughs> uh, football team still because I'm not sold on Teddy Bridgewater, so but I, I I take the Raiders here, and I agree. I ended up taking the Raiders as well. I don't. I I still have trouble. Now we could be completely wrong, but of course I'm, we could. I'm just not feeling it. Uh, then we go into all right. Where am I at? Oh, I went to uh, too far. All right. So then we go into uh, the, gosh darn it, stupid computer. Okay. What happened? Uh, no, no, no. I'm just uh, working on pulling my information over. Las Vegas is on the road now. They're traveling to an indoor team 
uh, Indianapolis Colts. So weather won't be an issue in Indianapolis. And the travel, I for me, I feel like this is a game they should win, and I feel like they won't. So I am taking the Colts on this one at home. Yeah, and this is this is going to be an interesting game. Are the Colts going to be in a potential playoff hunt, right? I mean, you know, obviously no Phillip Rivers as he retired. You bring in Carson Wentz, and uh, you take a team that won 11 games last year, and they won 11 games last year around with a horrible defense. I mean, the defense was just garbage. Uh, couldn't stop the run, um, but they, they figured out ways to win games. Are they going to be able to do that with Carson Wentz? Um, I think they're going to be in the in the playoff fight. I really think they're going to be right around there. Do I think they're going to make the playoffs? I think probably not, but they're going to be enough to fight at home to get a win here over the Raiders. I'm going to actually take the Colts on this one. All right. And let's be let's be honest. Let's just yes, let's be honest. Colts uh, have always been in the hunt, and usually coming down with the last couple weeks, just in their own division is usually what either pushes them over the top or they fall a little short. Uh, I haven't seen a season that I was like, all right, Colts are completely out. Even when you felt like they're completely out, uh, like the NFC least, uh, Colts and the other teams in the division, ne- never like Texans and stuff, never really s- step up to really dominate that division. So I, I agree with you completely. I feel like Colts are going to have something to play for. Raiders may not have something to play for. It depends on what Kansas City does. Um, but Colts at home, for sure. Uh, week 18, because this year we're playing 17 games. Uh, mm-hmm. Week 18, Los Angeles Chargers at the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, I, I think for me, this one, uh, again, division game. Um, you remember how the Chargers are going to be an interesting team, obviously, this year as well. They 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 struggled mightily early on, as to be expected, under, you know, new quarterback, rookie quarterback, Justin Herbert. Uh, but then he came. they came back, and they, they won, I think they won their last four games, including an overtime win over Las Vegas yep. uh, towards the end of the season there. They beat Denver. Of course, they beat Kansas City. In the last game of the year, I believe the Chiefs rested all their starters. Um, but I think, you know, here is one of those end-of-season division games that could go either way. Uh, I'm 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 willing to bet that uh, with the Chiefs having probably the division locked up at this point, that the Raiders aren't going to maybe even have much to play for, and the Chargers are going to be really wanting to kind of build off of last year's 7-9 season. So I'm actually going to take Los Angeles to win this game. Very nice. I, on the other hand, took the Raiders. So we right. we so you're gonna do with uh, Chargers. I'm gonna do Raiders. Okay. So uh, let me add this up then, folks, because right now we've got the T Dog with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine wins. And no, I got him at 10 wins, 10 and seven. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I have him at nine. So let's see where we went wrong here. 
You have uh, Ravens oh, first. Oh, I do. I'm sorry. You're right. Yeah. Actually. I am right. I take that back. I actually had them beating the Chargers the last. I, my, it looks like an L on my little sheet here, but it's actually a W. I have them. Oh. So I do. I have them finishing 10 and 7. All right. 10 and 7. So I will change that. Yep. Because. I can't, my handwriting. I get the penmanship of a serial killer. Right. Raiders. Okay. And then for me, I have them at 1, 2, Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten and seven. There we go. Well, so, it's official then. So it is official. Like I feel like we're we're picking good stuff here. And let's see where we're at. Good. Uh we have uh, just a few more minutes left. I just want to do a quick little um I've already done the the Broncos, I mean, excuse me, I've already done the Browns. You have a minute just to rattle off what you think would be wins-losses on that one? Because I'm already in, and so is the Schwartz man. So I figure, like, we could just blast through this uh, real quick. You know what? I have it written down as well, but it's on my other computer. So, no, we'll have to do it another oh, We'll get it next week. Oh, man. I've got the I, old T-Dog here ready to go on my yeah. computer. Already, I'm ready to go. I could tell you. No, and I know there's a lot of excitement around that team. So, but I don't. I mean, I there is there is a lot of excitement. I, I, Absolutely, I mean, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, if I remember correctly, I have them. Um, I have them right up there in the eleven and six, twelve and five, somewhere okay. in that vicinity. That's, so, okay, that's interesting. All right. Yeah, I mean, they only lost five games last year. I believe they were eleven and five last year. I think they're going to be just as good, if not better, um, especially. Excuse me, especially defensively. Yeah. Um, you know, you got Judavion Clowney uh, that they added and um, that other linebacker, McKinley. Yeah. So I think they're going to be a pretty good defense. So it'll be interesting to see. But, um, yeah, I'll, I'll, we'll give you that next week. Well, I appreciate it, uh, guys. Well, let's get let's get out of here then. Uh, hey, everyone, I just want to say uh, to all the Couch Potato fans that have uh, children out there, happy Father's Day. You guys deserve a holy testicle Tuesday. But it's Sunday. For that. Huh? <laughs> I said, but it's Sunday. Yeah, I know. Testicle Tuesday. You get a holy testicle Tuesday for having kids. You need a gotcha. testicle. You need a holy one. You know what I mean? People like that saying, just so you know, they're T-Dog. <laughs> they're laughing. They're laughing right now as we speak. They better not be laughing at us. That's not very nice. Not at all. So, you have been listening to Monday Morning Couch Potatoes. Visit our website at mondaymorningcouchpotatoes.com. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you're listening to podcasts. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Monday Morning Couch Potatoes or at MN's Couch Potatoes. Listen to this podcast doesn't make you any smarter than you already are. The Monday Morning Couch Potato Podcast is for general information purposes only. Thanks for listening out there, fathers. Happy Father's Day.